How long was Neil Armstrong actually on the moon? When did Europe start speaking English? Did Marco Polo really go to China? CuriosityStream is the streaming service for all things history, plus science, wildlife, and more. What's the real story behind the Mona Lisa? We've got that. What caused the collapse of Rome? We know. Where did we find mankind's earliest ancestor? Come find out. For the holidays, give the gift of curiosity with 25% off gift cards for your curious cohorts. It's holiday shopping season at curiositystream.com gift. Do you know someone on your holiday gift list that's looking to cut costs? Consider a Henson Razor. Henson Razors use quality standard blades that only cost 10 cents each. That means you'll only be spending pennies a month on blades. Compare that to multi-blade cartridges that cost 20 to 30 times more. Over a couple years, that special someone on your list will save hundreds and get a safe and smooth shaving experience along the way. To learn more and to get 100 blades for free, go to HensonShaving.com holiday. And now, it's time to talk telly with the best TV trio since Anton Deck Dish Bruce. It's time for Luke, for Luke Gary, Gary, and Matt with the Custard TV Podcast. Let's go! TheCustardTV.com is the home of this here podcast, the Custard TV Podcast. Uh, I am joined, I'm Luke by the way, runner extraordinaire of the site, and I'm joined by Gary. Hello, Gary. Good evening, listeners. And by Matt. Hello, Matt. Hello, good evening, good sirs. Have you eaten that? A part you just—you told me earlier you'd eaten a Rolo cookie. What's a, a Rolo, Rolo cookie? cookie? Yes, my local, what? my local uh, little shop—they do like cookies of different chocolates. So they do like Smarties cookies. Oh, so it's native to Stoke. Yeah, and Toblerone cookies as well. But oh. they're in, you can get them in, in most branches of co-op. Yeah, I was, I was trying not Other to. Other supermarkets advice. are available. Well, we're, we're not we're not funded by the BBC. We can be. Well, yeah, we're not. Yeah, oh, sorry. Okay. <laughs> Matt, yeah, you didn't Easy ask boys. all of us, Gary. See? All right. Where's my where's you my did... cut of the license fee? <laughs> you didn't ask all of us. You just assumed. <laughs> just because you're funded by Channel Five. That's right. There you go. Okay. So here's Yo, what we so... do. It's it's <laughs> here comes Gary Boo Boo. Yeah. It's a. Uh... <laughs> They say that when that I is, cry. Yeah. <laughs> that is, <laughs> that is we, a terrifying image. I really hope we are. Okay, well I had a terrifying image today when I created that show for a minute. Okay, if you've never heard us before, we talk about our favourite so- chocolates turned into cookies. That's what we yeah. do. And then if there's time left, we talk about the best and the worst on the box. TV news, reviews and previews. Uh, we're starting off with the news uh, and I'm going to give this over to whoever wants to do it because I'm just that nice. Does that mean you've forgotten that we agreed it was me? I did forgotten who it was. <laughs> I did forgotten. Ladies and gentlemen, as well as I forget names, <laughs> Luke forgets what happened 30 seconds ago. Or uh, how to say be... sentences. <laughs> how to say sentences. <laughs> it's not important on a podcast. Don't worry, just act it out. Use your hands. Luke, <laughs> The big news of the week is, of course, that the BAFTAs take place took place on Sunday. Uh, it was shown He's doing it now. It wasn't, Words. It, wasn't, it wasn't shown live, was it? It was on a delay. They never do with award shows. The film one's the same, isn't it? They cut it down. Yeah, it? and it it makes it very difficult to kind of follow it on Twitter. So I had to kind of go off Twitter. because yeah, no. it was very difficult. So because you already knew well, the results. You had to cancel your account and everything. Well, yeah, that's right. Yeah, and I've had to pick a red like in spooks or something. <laughs> that's right. 
but going through some of the bigger categories, and we've got some, you know, you can go back and hear our thoughts on what we thought was going to be the winners, and you can see how well we did. Best actor was Ben Whishaw, um, not for the hour, but for the Henry the Second. Richard the Second. Richard the Second. A king in the... Uh, did any, none of us really saw that, though, did we? No. Was the I saw Henry the Second. I didn't see... Um... Uh, oh, fair enough. Uh, best Actress winner was surprisingly Sheridan Smith. Only surprisingly by herself, really. We were all quite happy. She looked totally and utterly shocked by the fact that she was even nominated. Yeah, I, I was Can, really I just say now, Can I just say now, Sheridan yes. has met half of the podcast. She's met Matt and she's met me. Two thirds. Two thirds, not half. That's half. half. You're saying I'm the other half. Yeah, I've seen that picture of you on Twitter. You're saying Gary, you know, one of me and one of you is worth one of Gary's. (laughs) Let let him go with that, Matt. Let the man carry on. (laughs) Two thirds of the (laughs) (laughs) podcast. And she didn't mention either of us. I thought that's maybe why she got so uh, over emotional. The, because... the cheek of it. The cheek, cheek of, it. of it. She won't win again. Not my she, she did mention some very fruity words, but. Uh... Yeah. yeah. There was Plus, that. We'll come on to that later, yeah. the fruity language. Olivia yeah. Coleman, how lovely is she? I just. I was going to come on to that later. You just ruined I that. I want to hug Olivia. I just do. You and Olivia Coleman get a room. Um, supporting <laughs> actor was Simon Beale uh, for his role. It? Now, this wasn't Parade's End, was it? What was this guy in? Uh, Hollow Crown again, but a different one. Henry the Fourth, Part Two. Same series. We're not good numbers on this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) The aforementioned took her first BAFTA of the evening for supporting actress for her role in the queue. She then sort of kind of shared it with um, uh, Hillary, not Hillary Duff. No. uh, (laughs) And Marie Duff. There you are. I did remember. who, who had presented an award just previously. That was for the excellent episode of Accused that we all loved. Uh, and she thanked Jimmy McGovern in that one, which, um, which was... A, a which is almost thing. like mentioning me. It's almost like mentioning Luke. Um, <laughs> Alan Carr's Chapman won entertainment performance. And I he was very happy. I liked his sort of acceptance speech. I thought that hit, yeah, him that. and Sheridan Smith seemed to be the two that were sort of genuinely... As well as well, yeah, I, that's well, what I liked about, about the BAFTAs, it. was that the, the, most of the recipients seemed genuinely happy to win. Yeah, when, you know when you watch an American award show and they're all very sort of great, grateful, you know, grace, well, graceful? You only had to see um, the bloke who directed Argo, mm. how excited he was when he won Enough. the BAFTA compared to when he won the Oscar. Mm. But yeah, you know, Argo has been going but, a lot but, longer. But, I mean, like Alan Carr and Sheridan Smith and Olivia Coleman, yeah. and even the guys from what's that called? The Revolution will be televised, which yeah. nobody watched. They were it's like genuine, genuine moments of joy, and that's I think what we got from that. And I suppose as well, the I'm sorry to go off script here, Gary, but the guys who won for the Paralympics as well. Yeah, I mean, and I think was it that, but that to me was a genuine shock. Because mm. I think everybody thought the Olympics were going to win it. But well, I think I would just I would say sorry, Luke, go on. I was going to say, if that guy from the um, BBC Idents in the wheelchair can can win an award, come on, the swimming hippos. <laughs> yeah, but what I would <laughs> say about Paralympics winning over the Olympics is that um, 
you know, everyone was already going to watch the Olympics, whereas the Paralympics... And I, and I think when you talk about legacy, you look what's happened since the yeah. Paralympics. I mean, Channel 4 have commissioned uh, the last oh, leg, right. which has carried on, which was born out of the Paralympics. They're going to be showing the Paralympic, Paralympic events that are going to be on over the summer. But they made the Paralympics into a big deal, whereas in previous in previous years they haven't. You know, the Olympics is the Olympics, and people are going to watch it regardless. Where, but the Paralympics, you know, it's not a, it's not an event that a lot of people sort of tune in for. But Channel Four and the production team made it a big deal, and I think that it deserved the award. I know a lot of people, you know, thought the uh, no, opening. I, I think exactly. I think if you're talking about big television events over the summer, that that was certainly one. Mm. Um, but I'm, I mean, a bit upset that Last Tango didn't win Best Drama just because it did. It would have been nice. No, it, I mean, I mean, unread. I apologise, unread. Hello. Oh, but then this is really weird. Smith I can't winning. hear you two, but I think you can hear me. Yes. We get. Let's keep it that way. That's very. Gary, bad. can you hear us? No, he's gone. This is um. This didn't happen at the BAFTAs, did it? Right, shall we, sh- shall we continue? I'll, I'll, can you hear me now? We'll continue. Oh, yeah. Yes, we can hear you the whole time. Hello, how are you? you? finished the news now, Gary. <laughs> I think no, he's continue. gone. We'll carry on with the news. I will take... Um, he's there. A, he's, yeah, but he can't hear him. He's gone again. See, that's what happens. Right. Well, um, we surprise just... for me was 2012 winning. No, because surprise for me. Hello? Oh, you, go, you go first. We can hear you. you you're Gary. looking for... <laughs> Can you hear us yet? No. Luke, go on. Why 2012? <laughs> this is going to be the worst one we've ever done. Come on, come on. It was, um, it was funny, but it wasn't, you know, hysterically funny. But is that to do with the Olympics again? Do you think? I think so. But I, I am, I'm a big fan of try. I know we said we said on our podcast that the. The programs that should have been nominated for sitcom weren't nominated for sitcom. But um, out of the four, I mean, I, I enjoy the thick of it, but I think 2012 is a decent sitcom. The second series wasn't as good as the first, but I think I, I was I was happy with it winning. Uh, but the biggest yeah. surprise for me was Room at the Top winning for miniseries over Accused. Why don't those sort of things make it into the show? They were just things yeah. added on. Yeah, I would have cut the like the one Grayson Perry one. I wonder why that made it onto the show over. Maybe because Room at the Top won. If Accused had won, or if Room, uh, um, Parades ended one miniseries, then mm. that probably would have made it onto the. You mentioned murder as well. There very briefly, the, the news um, that came out of this oddly last night, quite late, is that um, murder is going to be returning for a full series. Will that work? I don't. I. I mean, I haven't read the whole thing. I'm assuming it's a different murder in each episode, and that they're using that structure, the sort of, you know, how they did it with the two camera interviews and yeah. like monologues, rather uh, than, back. The, rather than the, you know, the um, a continuing plot over the four, four or six episodes. That's how I think they're going to do it, like a, like an accused sort of thing, I suppose. I assume we're talking about murder, by the way. Yes. Yeah, I'm really happy. It's got. I think they'll do several stories, personally, mm. with similar characters. But I think they'll do Gary, that, that talking head style, yeah. Now that you can hear us, I'm handing yeah. back over the news okay. baton. The news baton. Here it is. I got it. Uh, best international series was won by Girls, 
Um, best features program was won by Bake Off, which was highly um, expected. Um, we mentioned sport Paralympics. We mentioned comedy. The revolution will be televised. That was a shocker. That was the big shock of the evening for but me. Then that category was the sort of the. I think we thought maybe part. I think Partridge <coughs> was there, but it was a bit of an odd, odd, yeah. odd one. That with Cardinal Burns and Mister Stink. That was like the odd. Well, that's but, right. Mm. Um, yeah, I mean that that Greg Davis uh, for male comedy was the one that kind of shone out. You looked at it, and everyone's looking at each other, going, "I didn't watch that program." You know who voted for him? Uh, sitcom quite rightly went to 2012. Out of that bunch, I think that was probably the right decision. We did yeah. that one. And and just so that I can go, Yabu sucks to Luke. Game of Thrones won the audience award. Yabu well, sucks. I believe as well. I did mention that it was Game of Thrones might win due I... to the fact that it's an online vote. Yeah, I will we tell you that. why I think Game of Thrones won. I'll tell you now, even though I'm not it's a very fan good. Of... Well, but no, it's because people have time on their hands on a Tuesday night to sit around like nerds and talk about telly for 45 minutes. They've got nothing better to do with their lives than to be fair, out on the internet. For a lot other of these Game of Thrones fans don't talk to anyone. They just sit at home. <laughs> <laughs> Not unless they're avatars playing they're Dungeons just, and Dragons. They're, they're just there. Disable cookies, vote. Disable cookies, vote. Disable cookies, <laughs> if vote, you want to uh, send your complaint Matt letters. Well, means that I'm, I'm guessing he voted multiple to, times. Yeah, yeah to and, add Stevie yeah. Bites on Twitter. Yes, but the, the, uh, the um, Bake Off didn't win. Well, at Matt's not, TV not bites on Twitter if you have complaints. You can't get Twitter on a, on a baking machine, can you? When you can get Twitter on an oven... Then possibly Bake Off uh, would win. Yeah, they, that was a different t- type of cookies, you see, for the Bake Off. Ah, uh, <laughs> right, okay. My favourite Lee Mac joke is, have you ever disabled cookies? And he said, I bit the leg off a gingerbread man once. My favourite No, 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 my, fav- my favourite Lee Mac joke was the one from a couple of weeks ago. They don't give out, they don't have exams for people who criticise. Yes, they do. Mock GCSEs. <laughs> I like that actually. I know we do, we just sort of segue, but I quite like the one uh, this this week where he, he did like he ordered that thing off the menu in the posh restaurant and the, uh, the waiter yeah. entrees and oh, he dear. said you can deliver it out however you like. Anyway, that <laughs> was a good episode. Actually, I enjoyed it. Um, on to a bit of US news. Uh, I'll try and keep a British theme to it, so I'll keep to the ones that are being shown in the UK. But this is the big week for new, renewed and cancelled shows in America. It's called Sweeps in America. Uh, and the Upfronts, which are showing all the new shows that will be coming in the autumn. How he feels week. about that? No, I'm I think sweet. he feels left out. But he gets, yeah, Sweep, Sweep tends to get the background role in the UK. So in America, <laughs> he's more to the front. Uh, of the shows that were renewed that we've talked about in the past the excellent Nashville that I'm still watching and the equally excellent Elementary will both be back for second series Arrow which I went to see a preview of last year is returning on Sky One and Beauty and the Beast that is on um, it's on Living I think over here or no Watch over here uh, has been renewed is it really? it might be really (laughs) it is yeah it really is. I don't know the channel, really. <laughs> really? Uh, really? Uh, the following has also been called. He's gone. What an awful name for a channel. Sorry. The following has also been renewed for series two. Excellent serial killer uh, with Kevin Bacon. Uh, Chicago Fire and Revolution have also been picked up. Of the cancellations, and some of these are surprising. Um, 666 Park Avenue was pretty doomed. It's been shown on ITV2. Body of Proof, 
uh, Last Resort, which we already know about. The cancelling CSI New York. There's only one CSI showing now. That seems unusual. Which is CSI. Uh, um, which is the original, yeah. What's called something. Is it really? No. <laughs> uh, we're talking about Vegas, but that's also been cancelled. And again, another show I went to see in the the, 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 the sorry the autumn last year. Uh, has the been kiss ridiculous. of death. Do you really ask? No. Uh, Nine hundred two one zero and Gossip Girl are coming to an end. Yeah, Touch with Keith and, Sutherland and Thirty Rock, isn't it? That's coming Rock. to an end. Smash is but. the one that most people are surprised about because the audience figures were good and it was on like Showtime or HBO. So it's NBC. NBC. Oh, it's being shown on Sky Atlantic over here as well. And I suppose as well, I mean, we mentioned it a couple of weeks ago, Community's also been renewed, hasn't it? Which I'm sort of happy about because we didn't think that would be... That was sort of a last-minute one. Rumours that the the show's creator, who left at the end of Mm. Series 4... Dan Harmon. ...is going to come back because they've now let uh, Chevy Chase go, and his character has been written out of the show. I don't think you'd miss Chevy Chase. He was never... I like, like the character. In the last series, the character sort of—I don't know—they struggled, I think, with the with the character. Anyway, and stuff. I suppose like uh, a lot of the shows that show on E4 have all been renewed, like How I Met Your Mother and Big Bang Theory. Yeah, New Girl. I'm going I'm to move us on if we can. If you want to get the latest news on uh, everything TV-ish, you can visit thecustardtv.com. And uh, for all the information Gary said, it's all correct and present. Indeed. Um, so well uh, done to you. You mentioned that Touch had been cancelled, and Keith Sutherland has jumped straight into another show because 24 is due to return for a 12 episode series called 24 Live Another Day, which is very Bond esque, isn't it? Um, I mean, I kind of gave up on 24 after about series 6 or 7. Why has this come back, do we think? Because I've said this before, and I, I suppose you could throw this at some UK shows, but not a great deal. If something is a hit, it really pains them to say goodbye to it, mm-hmm. and and they just they it want it back because it did it's so been well. Gone. Well, there was rumours of a twenty-four film, wasn't there? And I wonder if they sort of thought but no one had the stamina to sit there for twenty-four hours in the exactly. cinema. Well, so they did a twelve-hour one instead. Twelve, you know, it's got to go change the series name. So. Yeah, it's like two two hours an episode, I suppose. I don't know. Could be it, interesting. Could be good. Mm. Uh, Sometimes I think it's good just to leave things as they are. Mm. I, I tend to um, think that when shows come back, it's never the same. But no, we'll, we'll have to see. No idea about when that will be released yet. I would imagine probably not till twenty fourteen, even fifteen possibly. Mm. Um, some Channel Four comedy news: Fresh Meat series three will return in the autumn. Uh, Matt, I'm sure, is very happy about that. Mm-hmm. Um, and the the. BAFTA Award-nominated Cardinal Burns, yes, I did say that, uh, has been renewed and is going to be moved from E4 to Channel 4. Um, I ask where the comedy is in that programme. In the um, moving it from E4 to Channel 4, I think yeah, that that's about great. it. That's quite comical. And the itself. other kind of major renewal news is that there's lots of rumours out there that The Hour, which ended last year after Series 2 on quite a cliffhanger, could be brought back as a one-off special. I would imagine well, to kind of end it and bring the storylines to a close. Well, can I just say, can I just say, people yep. have been getting on the, the rumour bandwagon. A journalist asked Peter Capaldi at the BAFTAs on Sunday, what would you like to see happen with the hour? He said, I think it's got legs to return for another one-off special to tie things up. That doesn't mean that that's happening. It's just all speculation. It's no confirmation yeah, from Peter the writer. What Peter says is law. Come on, we know that. Well, normally it is, but Abby Morgan's got to write it, 
so I don't think that's true. Oh, she'd, be, she'd be up for that. She said when I went to the Premier, she had a lot of private school fees to leave that to the end for Matt's been to another screening. Leave it, and of, course, October. and of course, that lady's got to have her uh, lady parts uh, renewed as she decided, decided to announce <laughs> renewed. <that. laughs> of the, of the US networks uh, decided on yeah. <laughs> I've uh, that 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 shocked. And a surprised me at the BAFTAs more than anything else when she came on stage. Maybe, yes, well, we're talking yes. about uh, US TV news as well. If you want to go and see the uh, preview trail for the US remake of Gavin and Stacey that Fox have decided to call Us and Them, that's up there on thecustardtv.com. We'd love to hear your feedback on it. Uh, the remake of uh, BBC Three slash BBC One's Gavin and Stacey. They're also remaking uh, the Syndicate for America, aren't they? They are, yeah. Lucky eight, lucky remaking, actually. Mm. There's another program. Uh, we'll, perhaps we'll do ah. it up front another Hello. one. You know the review section? Yes. Do it. I was just about to hand over. Well, Go on, Gary, yeah. you do the professional. Oh, 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 yeah. the, which our pro does it. And now for the review section, I'm handing over to Matt. Thank you, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> Watch and learn. Watch and learn. And we will start uh, with The Fool, uh, which we've talked about a lot over the last couple of weeks because, uh, as, as uh, regulars know, I went to the screening of that one. <laughs> <laughs> Matt's been to another screening. Yeah, she hasn't called me yet. Matt just wanted to let you know. I think right. she thinks you're ex-directory. Uh, no, fair enough. The uh, the full which was, I know we've spoken about it before. Basically, now everybody's seen it. It stars Julian Anderson as uh, a uh, DSI. Uh, she comes to Belfast from Scotland Yard to uh, review a murder case. Uh, young architect. Was ma- was murdered uh, several months previous, and uh, as as her story progresses, we actually see the story of the ki- the killer of the girl and and who is stalking his next victim, and this is the Jamie Doran character. Um, is it Paul Spector? Yeah. Can we just, and, before and the, we say anything, sorry, carry on, Matt. And uh, those are the sort of the two stories sort of mirror each other, where she's and she then sees there's a pattern between. The murder she's reviewing and an earlier murder, and she thinks there's a serial killer, but her bosses go, no, don't link the murders, but obviously she's like, a, she's the good old-fashioned uh, detective, like Maverick, I'm going to go on my own and, and find this serial killer. I don't play by your rules, boss. Two things to say about The Fall before we review it and get all TV critical about it. 3.5 million people saw it overnight on BBC Two, making it the biggest BBC Two drama launch in five years since... Um, wow. I forgot. Oh, since Rome, Rome was the last oh, right, yeah. time BBC Two had a ago. hit on their hands. So yeah, a long time ago. Um, it it just obliterated Vicious and the Job Lot, which we have. Um, this isn't hard this to be fair. Before, which isn't very hard. Uh, I'll give you my opinion because I get confused. Matt and I have spoken about it off the podcast, and I sort of get confused what I've said to him then. Although and what I will be mine. interested to see what Gary thinks, but you Yes, to. that's why I'm getting over me first, because it's all about the gaster today. Get over yourself. How long was Neil Armstrong actually on the moon? When did Europe start speaking English? Did Marco Polo really go to China? Curiosity Stream is the streaming service for all things history, plus science, wildlife, and more. What's the real story behind the Mona Lisa? We've got that. What caused the collapse of Rome? We know. Where did we find mankind's earliest ancestor? Come find out. For the holidays, give the gift of curiosity with 25% off gift cards for your curious cohorts. It's holiday shopping season at curiositystream.com slash gift.
The United States Border Patrol has exciting and rewarding career opportunities with the nation's largest law enforcement organization. Border Patrol agents enjoy great pay, outstanding federal benefits, and up to $20,000 in recruitment incentives for newly appointed agents. If you are looking for a way to serve something greater than yourself, consider the United States Border Patrol. Learn more online at cbp.gov careers usbp. That's cbp.gov careers usbp. <laughs> um, I found this in... Come on, He's off, He's off again. Come on. <laughs> I found this interesting, uh, tension-packed, but then also quite boring in places. And... And if Gary cannot have a heart attack, I didn't like Gillian Anderson that much. I didn't find her that engaging. I find her character quite dull and boring. And I just, just, I wanted to love it so much because it puts me in a difficult position, this. Everyone on Twitter that I speak to on a, on a, ba- on a regular basis in the industry loves this, doesn't have a bad word to say about it. And I don't feel that same affection for it. Okay, um, I, he- I hear that, and I don't necessarily disagree that Gillian Anderson's character is not likeable to start with. She certainly, she's coming over to run, run an internal investigation, so she's seen as an outsider. And she does some very strange things, doesn't she? I mean, the whole kind of being in a big hotel and telling... The, I mean, I loved the bit where she told the journalist where to go. aggressive swimming. Yeah, and, and this whole idea that she wakes up in the middle of the night and thinks of things and writes them down and then goes back to sleep. I mean, it's, she's not shown as a very likeable character. The first shot, oddly, was of her bottom, which I, I still don't yeah. understand. Well, that's, that's perfectly fine. Um, <laughs> I, I thought I loved the slowness. I know that Luke says he found that a bit boring, but here mm. is a show that isn't about action. Mm. This is not that rubbish wanted or whatever it was with uh, the girl out of Home and Away last year. What was it? Not wanted. One day you'll get that hunted. right. Hunted. hunted. Okay, which Gillian Anderson turned down, thank goodness. This has got pathos and it's, got, it's giving itself time to develop. I think you'll find that the tracking of this murderer will, 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 will build and you will begin to like Gillian Anderson's character over time. But I think at the moment... I found it irritating. Um, really right. irritating. I, I also thought, have to say, sorry. by the way, sorry, to, sorry, but just before we go, are all Hollyoaks former actors being employed on the BBC at the moment? Yeah, there I was, was going to, I said that. that. I think there's about four Hollyoaks no, I, I saw three. There might have been a fourth. Who knows? The, the lawyer, sorry. the the police officer, the wife, and yeah. that guy that she was speaking to right at the beginning in the bar. Yeah, well, all... that's, yeah, that's right. Um, but yeah, I was well, that tells of... me that all, all that tells me is that you two watch Hollyoaks. Well, the guy out of the village was on Hollyoaks. Uh, Emma Rigby. Emma Rigby, who's been in, you know, there's lots of ex-Hollyoak actors, not just bad ones, but doing quite well. And what's the face who was in Ice Cream Girls as the daughter as well. That's right, anyway. yeah. Um, and just, well, just to say, I'm sort of in the middle of, of what you you guys are both saying. I think I'm sort of airing sort of on the side of Luke at the moment in terms of I think this is, is visually really good. I liked, uh, The shot I really liked is when they went over the rooms in his house. Oh, I loved that. Um, and, I mean, it was it's really interesting, but it's it's I sort of felt removed from the action. This is what I would say. Because, as I said last week, that neither character really... They really don't give you enough of the Gillian Anderson character to really sort of make but you feel anything is, about she's, it. She's I just, it, just, it left me a bit cold, I would say. I mean, but, I like it. It's interesting. It's an interesting concept. 
and it's, it's sort of well plotted. I like the fact that Belfast is almost a character in its own right as well. There's a lot to like, and I agree with you, Gary. As as it goes on, it could sort of turn into something very interesting. But at yeah, the moment, I, think, I think it's got room to grow. And I think definitely, I, definitely. I, I think the one thing that I did like was the way in which the fall is obviously a metaphor for his life. You know, mm. he is about to take a massive fall when he gets found out. You know, he's got. You know, he, he clearly loves his kid. He's obviously got issues with kids. his wife. Kids. You know, it kids. Sorry, yes, quite rightly. He's got some strange practices at work, as you can quite rightly see. Um, but And I loved that bit in the lift where he just shyly covered up the picture he'd drawn he of this guy's really, wife. He doesn't really, to, to, you know, cover his track. You know, like I when he had the, the pad of the girl's movements and he was just hiding he, under the pillow when his wife came into bed with he him. He wants to be caught, I think. I mean, yeah. that's something you get a lot he, about. It's it. almost that he's sort picture. of too clever. He, he feels like he's too clever for the people in his life. And, like... Yeah. It's, it's killing his, his outlet. Anyway, we'll talk more about it, I'm sure, in future weeks. Um, just quickly going through another... I mean, we've had this this last week three uh, crime shows from ITV. Uh, the first murder on the home front uh, was set during uh, the Blitz in World War Two. starred uh, Patrick Kennedy as a sort of pioneer of the forensic crime scene. Uh, How many Hollyoaks, folks? Uh, I don't think there's any, but you never know. We'll have to start all doing a Hollyoaks count. We do all, all programs. Anyway, uh, I think me, my, m- myself and Luke both watched this one. So Luke, we what did. did you murder on the home front? Um, I thought some of the production values were really cheesy. The opening sequence is really, mm. really cheesy, and, and sort of takes away the. Um, you know any gravitas that it might have, but then again, not everything has to be broad. It's got a l- or... like a light. T- I would, I would describe yeah, it's, it's it's gallows, hu- gallows humour. I would describe as yeah. what it's very light-hearted. Mm-hmm. But I think again with this, I think we said it. I don't know whether again, I don't know whether yeah, we said it I in the conversation. Bank Holiday should yeah. have been up. Why not? St- it's ITV scheduling again. I think stick this over two nights. People yeah. will remember it. Whether people will come back to it this week is debatable. Yeah. I don't know whether But it has will. got sort of a light tone, which is a bit odd for a programme that's all about sort of, you know, mm. uh, prostitutes being killed. It's, it's a bit tongue-in-cheek. A bit yeah. tongue-in-cheek. But there, I, I mean, know. I did... I, I can't say I didn't enjoy it, and I liked um, Tamsin Merchant as the sort of plucky young reporter... And the mm. the girl who played like the crime scene photographer. It's an interesting I, concept, and I think it was. I well just wonder whether, much like something else, we'll move on to talk about. I don't know whether when we do our thing at the end of the year, mm-hmm. when we obviously we'll all have not been this speaking seems by to then be anyway. A lot of sticking things on at the end of what I suppose is like the spring season, yeah. isn't before, it? I mean, it's it's get this out of the way before Britain's got talent takes. Yeah, I mean we had, I mean the the big the big hitters this season were obviously like Broadchurch and Lightfields and things like and Ice Cream Girls. Scott and Bailey, and now, Ice Cream Scott and Bailey, which is still on. Now we're getting towards the you know things we've made and we've still got to stick on, and that's definitely. The, it's like oh damn, we put murder in the yeah. home front on the trailer that we showed mm-hmm. in January. Yeah. We got to stick it on. Well, I was expecting a sequel to Home Front, the uh, the Army Wives thing from last year, but uh, oh, thank God that didn't happen. <laughs> uh, Matt, on why to... would you wish that upon us? No, exactly. Uh, well, they 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 purposely obviously put a space between Home Front and this. Uh, Life of Crime, which is the which is stars Haley Atwell. As a police officer, it's set in three different time periods. It tracks less rat poo than the original series, though. Mm? Less rat poo than the original series. Um, Oh boy! (laughs) (laughs) 
and it's all about the murder of a teenage girl and uh, how it haunts her throughout her police career. This first one is her graduating as a WPC and uh, sort of trying to solve the case initially. Um, I found I liked Hayley Atwell, but that was the, about the only thing I liked, apart from a scene in the mm. club. The music was quite good, and you know when you think uh, when you hear the, you know you notice the music in a TV show. You're not as drawn in yes. as you should be, are you? Yeah, they got the era right. I mean, and hopefully that that's hopefully a mechanism that they're using to show you that it was the '80s. Next week will be the '90s, and next week more up to date is that they'll change the music. Mm. Hopefully, Gangnam um, Style in the finale. That's well, what that's we're right. Here. Yeah, <laughs> or they'll start doing the Harlem Shake, whatever. Um, I I I quite liked this, but I felt it was very limited. Um, yeah. I didn't like the typical 70s, you know, kind of... Uh, well, no, but he was a kind of a more 70s police chief. You know, women balloon out there, don't miss with me. Make sure you do the Doris, filing. You know, Doris kind of a, God, it, Gary's it, gone. Someone else is here. He yeah, that's... Sorry. Hi, no, it's me. No, I'm, I'm back. It was me all the time. Um, <laughs> and I quite liked the guy out of... Um, I liked that, is it Ben. I liked her part, the guy that sort of... Richard Coyle. Richard, Richard Coyle, Coyle, sorry. I quite liked his character. I wanted a bit more of him. I felt he was a bit underwritten, I have to say. Yeah, I, I kind of wanted to see more of that. I, and also, I they kind of Sonny teased her home life as well. They didn't really show you much. No, exactly. I like... That's what I mean. It all feels a bit underwritten. Yeah, and, and I don't know whether I'm going to watch the next one, I have to be honest. Um, I don't know that I'm going to be drawn back in. From the looks of it, it looks as if the conviction that they got is under question and perhaps there's questionable methods been used. Okay. or is So... It... It did reasonably well in that sort of Friday night slot that the Ice Cream Girls was in. And I think but, what, what is sort of good about putting these sort of dramas in that slot is, again, as I've said before, counter-programming against the sort of how yeah. you're not going out. And the fact that they, they, they're specifically saying, you know, these are what you know one-off stories. You're not going to have to sort of concentrate on this as a whole series. Like Ice Cream Girls... You know, based on a book, it was a one-off story, three I episodes. Mean, I, I have to be honest, I watched Have I Got News For You, Not Going Out, and all that, and recorded Life of Crime, yeah. and I don't know if I was doing this podcast whether I actually would have done that. Mm. I'm not you sure. You are such a martyr, Gary. Then, don't I do mean, people podcast. like different things, and I think giving them yeah. an option of watching drama on a Friday night, I, I, like, I still like that. I mean, Life yeah. of Crime... For me, wasn't the best. I mean, I really enjoyed the Ice Cream Girls, but this was a Ice bit Cream Girls. I really, I said this last week. I really wish we'd raved about that more at the time. We'll, we'll talk about it, it all when Gary's watched the third one. Yeah, I, I think watch the third one. Sorry, and then I'll, I'll really back to you when Gary's. Uh, we're gonna have to move on because we've only got twelve minutes remaining. Okay, so. uh, Mr. Witcher, quickly. Uh, this was a, uh, a follow-up to um, the Paddy Considine. Victorian uh, drama. Olivia Coleman was in this, but not as much as you thought she was, seeing as she was all, sort of all over the publicity for it. Basically, she played a woman who'd come down to London to find her niece. Uh, no surprise that the niece turned up murdered within about the first ten minutes. No, it, I hadn't seen it, Matt. Oh, as it was called, murder on Angel Lane. Uh, <laughs> and basically, it was her hiring Witcher out as a private detective, because apparently he became one of the first private detectives was actually inspiration for Sherlock Holmes. I've, I I really like the acting in this, but I found it incredibly drawn out. It should not have been like you know over two hours. It could have done what it did in a, you know an hour maybe. I mean the endeavours were did a lot better with the yeah. time 
the time, you know, duration. This this for me. I, I felt like after having seen three two-hour parts of Endeavor, this re- I mean, I only watched an hour and then gave up. It just went yeah. too far back in history, and it was all a bit too formal. And and you know, watching him going around different places was a bit dull. I, I, I I'm not. I didn't like setting. it. I just think the story was far too drawn out for. Yeah. That, well, I have, to, I have to say that a lot of crime drama, if it, if it's given that 90-minute slot, it can do really well. You can invest in the story. You can have more twists and turns. But but also, it can do what Mr. Witch did, which is just drag and drag yeah. and drag. Well, uh, well, a good example of this would be, um, I know we're going to jump forward and talk about it in the previews coming up, but Case Histories, which I didn't enjoy uh, when it was on a couple of years ago, yeah. it was coming back in three 90-minute forms. Having seen the first one, I think it really suits that format. But mm. yeah, but it's a, it's a careful line that ninety yeah. minutes. Yeah. Uh, just briefly, uh, the talent show Saturday night uh, wars continued. I suppose you could call them wars. Well, they the didn't voice... really because the voice was trampled again in the ratings. It's not so much a war as although it's the sort voice of turning up with a bucket the, of water. I mean, I I know I said this to you, Luke, but I actually found myself enjoying the battle rounds this this week. That was. That was shortly after I uh, hung up on Skype, yeah. I suppose. Um, <laughs> but what I, I liked about the battle rounds was the fact that there was, a, you know, narrative given to each of these acts. There was a reason to doubt that they would, you know, they had yeah. reasons for doubting their performances. And no, there, was a, there, was, there was a formula. The formula mm. was... And you could actually watch them and judge yourself which one yeah, you... Yeah, but there, there was a formula that they followed that got a little repetitive. One of them didn't do so well when they first rehearsed yeah. it around the piano, but by the time they got to the first live rehearsal, they were much better, and that was, seemed to be the same for every single well, act. I, enjoy, I didn't mind that, because I had a reason to care about each of these contestants. I knew something more about them. I knew, And as well, I, I, I thought most of the performances had some entertainment value to them. I thought, you know, most of the... In the words the, of a Britain's Got Talent contestant... Kiss my ass. I know Luke doesn't watch The Voice anyway, so... Uh, yeah. Gary, what did you think to the battle? I, I enjoyed the battle rounds, but as I say, it did get a little repetitive. Yeah. And, and I felt that there were some battles that weren't battles. Some were just nice duets. Yeah. But I, really, I mean, I really enjoyed a lot of it. was the Cleopatra versus the two oh, girls yeah, where... No, but the singing was horrible, but the kind of like... The, 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 the bickering and the drama made it quite entertaining. Yeah, and what do you think of the steel option as well? Because I thought I don't like it. I've just I've decided because they only get one each, and they two of them used it in the first episode, so it's sort of yeah. My concern was I'm already thinking that what's going to happen. You know, is it is it good that we're going to get right up to the end, and then Will I am's only going to steal the last act again? Yeah, I don't. I, I'm not a big fan of it, and I don't think it needed it. I, I enjoyed the battle weekends. Um... Yeah, I think the live shows are the ones that they needed to work on, not the battle rounds. I do agree um, with that. As Luke said, that probably the only highlight of uh, Britain's Got Talent this weekend was that woman who had the uh, inappropriate song that got some complaints. Um, some complaints? I, I Again, I, I'm struggling to remember. I mean, there was that impressions guy, and we've already had an impressionist. I'm sort of... Uh, the, oh, he was rubbish. After the first episode of Britain's Got Talent, it's sort of gone downhill a little bit for me, this series. I have to say, that first episode was so good. Uh, but it's every every episode seems to be going down a little bit in sort of quality for me. So too uh, many, too many auditions. Uh, they should have had one less auditions, and maybe. they should be they should be at the live shows by now. 
And finally, I mean, we, we could talk about The Apprentice maybe uh, a little bit. I mean, our fa- my, one of my favourites, Tim, was eliminated. I know we talked about him last week as a potential winner, and then he won. Yeah. I, I he think he was unlucky. The girls were awful, and he got he got sacrificed at the end. Yeah, altar. and I, I mean, he, I think he's better off out of it this year because they're they're all so nasty, and he seems a really really nice guy. I think he's better off out of it, really. Well, uh, with town not on our side. Okay, yeah, I was just thinking, let d- me do. Did, oh, and now, <laughs> with the reviews finished, I will hand over to Luke. Well, I was just going to say, no, I wasn't going to say that. I was going to say, with town not on our side, I just wanted to say that I am as drawn in by The Apprentice as I, as I always am. I just, I find it surprisingly easy to get back into and surprisingly, yeah. the hour goes by very quickly for me. I always enjoy it. I'm I always like, surprised how quickly they get to the boardroom and I go, flippin' heck, it's only like 20 I minutes know, left. I enjoy it. So, Can you say yeah, that sentence you form. just said again, Matt, and make it sound more professional? Well, now with the reviews done, I will hand over to uh, Luke, who will, who will uh, look at what we have got to come up in the next uh, seven days. Luke. <laughs> Thank you, <Totally> Matt. <laughs> Nine o'clock tonight sees a brand new nursing drama starring former Torchwood star Eve Miles, written by Lucy Gannon, who wrote uh, most recently Best of Men, which was on BBC Two before the Olympics about the Paralympics. Frankie is a is a district nurse. You and I are gonna have words afterwards, man. <laughs> Sorry, if Gary had said that, you'd be all over him. So. <laughs> Yeah, Luke. Uh, Frankie is a district nurse. Her patients are her life. And how does that figure out when she's got a home life? <gasps> you can read my interview with uh, writer Lucy Gannon on the site now. It's harmless. It's fun. Yeah. It's just not going to set your world alight. That would be my... As you said, it's not about it. murder, though. So perhaps it is no, just something different. Yeah, it's there's women in it who are not killed. It's sort of... Um... More would suit a sort of eight o'clock on a Sunday or even a daytime. Yeah. but we'll talk about mm-hmm. it. Fair enough. Um, Cutting Edge returns to Channel Four with the Murder Workers. Looks pretty interesting. I have it on good authority. That is about murder. Uh, Rock and Roll Britannia, BBC Four. I love these sort of programmes uh, about nostalgia, yeah. and BBC Four do them brilliantly. The latest mm. is going to be on a Friday, the seventeenth of May at eight nine p.m. My apologies. Eurovision, hosted by everyone's favourite Graham Norton. That's on BBC One. Everyone's favourite Graham Norton. Well, there's only Graham one Graham Norton. Yes. Yeah, so. <laughs> there's only one Graham Norton. <laughs> and Case Histories, I briefly mentioned it, uh, starring Jason Isaacs as detective, uh, as um, private detective Jackson Brody. my apologies, uh, returns, but in a 90-minute format, so where there were six... Or four? How many were there last year? Three two-parters. There were four one-hour ones, I think. No, it was three. No, it was three three two-parters. Two parts. So it was six hours, and it was was over consecutive nights. Yeah, and this is three ninety-minute episodes. Hmm? Yeah. Yeah. And this is three standalone 90 minutes. I enjoyed it, and I have to say, I wasn't overly keen on the series when it started in 2011. As I said before, I think the 90 minute episode suits it well. First one stars Victoria Wood, uh, which is an interesting choice. We'll talk about that. That's Sunday at 8.30 until 10 on BBC One. And it doesn't really have any competition, drama wise, from ITV, who have decided to show the British Soap Awards on Sunday. In that Sunday night slot where Mr. Witcher. Well, there's a lot of drama at the British Soap Awards. Come on, look. Well, you know, yeah, win fair Mail and who's going to mm. win? I'm a bit bitter because I've been up, the, been up for Success Mail for years. And who has? No, I have. 
Every year I I've been out. I thought it was out. Gary. No, well, Gary's been confused. nominated for about 10 MOBOs, hasn't he? He was! <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> yes, him and Beverly Knight. Ooh, I'll be God, in the Rock and Hall of Fame at the weekend as well. Yeah, brilliant. Uh, if you want to get in touch with any oh, of that's us... that's it. Stamp all over my comedy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you have to make it more obvious. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if you want to get in touch with us during the week, we all have our own individual lives which have our own individual Twitter <laughs> accounts associated Keep with it. <laughs> if you want to get in touch with me, I am at Luke Custard TV. Uh, if you'd like to contact myself, uh, you can do so at, at The Gary Show. And if you would like to uh, reach me at any time, I am at Matt's TV Bites. Um, yes. And the, the preferred time. <laughs> the, the Broadchurch DVD as well. I was just back. coming to it. We've been raving about it since what feels like forever, but it's finally available on DVD from our friends at Acorn Media uh, on Monday, the 20th of May. That is this Monday coming. All eight episodes, behind-the-scenes footage, sadly no commentary from Chris Chibnall, which I would have been very interested in hearing. Uh, I would have been interested yeah. in hearing a commentary from uh, Pauline Quirk's dog. Oh, God, I'm going to miss when we can't just segue falling and, 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 and the slug. And the slug. Yeah. I, I'm guessing if you want commentary on Chris Chibnall, what you could also do is download a podcast and you could hear you what he could. says about the series. He's a lovely man. It's thecustardtv.com. Visit it for all the latest TV news and reviews and previews. And we'll be back same time, depending on when you listen. Uh, <laughs> we'll be back at a different time. <laughs> yeah. You, yeah. The internet. Great, isn't it? Um, Matt's not been to any screenings, so apologies, we can't do Matt that feature this week. No. Have you no. been to a McDonald's, Matt? No, I haven't, no, no. I went to the dentist this morning. Uh, Matt's been to another dentist appointment. There you go, we'll have to do that Sh- Surely all dentist appointments should be in the afternoon at 2.30. Bye, everyone. <laughs> I've seen some tumbleweeds cut- there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can I just cut Gary off? I don't think I can. Take care, we'll be back. It's the Custard TV podcast, exclusive to iTunes, Spreaker, and the custardtv.com. So not overly <laughs> exclusive. to many formats. <laughs> exclusive to as many places as we can get it. Uh, Gary, Matt, as always, thank you very much for your company. And uh, we'll be back, as I say, on the custardtv.com. Bye. Bye. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.